Immaculee and Glen Rovers go head to head in tomorrow's Senior Hurling Championship final in Parkyrin. Immaculee are chasing the three in a row while the Glen haven't contested a final in that time but did win the previous two finals. Before that, ahead of the game, I spoke with Cork legend Mark Landers. That is to the massive final, uh, Kieran. And I suppose the big thing is I know that the Michele are going for three counties in a row, but the big thing is that the Glen had won the three, the two pre- previous counties in advance of Michele winning the last two. So you have the the champions for the last four years vying for who's going to get three county championships. I suppose in five years. So I suppose in in the current form in Cork in, in the club championship, uh, these are the two farm teams, Glen Rovers and Michele. But as you say, does it? There's an added bit of spice and stuff out that Immaculate are trying to join, I suppose, the Glendabows and the Rockies as the only three teams that have won three in a row uh, counties. And Immaculate, I'm sure, will have that in the back of their mind. And, and the biggest question, I suppose, Kian, is whether it will weigh in their mind or whether they can deal with that pressure of three in a row. Yeah, a lot of people over the, the last few years saying, or, well, maybe over the last two years, certainly this year, that Immaculate were always going to get to the final and that they'd probably more than likely win it because they were a much stronger outfit than other teams. But there seems to be a, a consensus around that Glen Rovers are the team that could pip them in this final. Yeah, well, I, I think that, um, you know, there can be nobody argue if Immaculate win the county for the third time in a row. They've beaten Middleton in the fourth round, Sars in the quarter final, the Bears in the semi final, and the Glen Rovers in the final if they win it. And I suppose that is a massive testament to the team and the panel and the management, and I suppose the strength of hurling and I suppose junior and intermediate hurling in East Cork at this moment in time. But I think in Glen Rovers, the fact that I've already mentioned it, the fact that they have two counties, one in 2015 and 16. You know, and and the emergence of Amy Killy came along then, and 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 the Glen didn't get get back to finals. But I, I think you know, I suppose in the fact that Patrick Horgan is the one man, and I suppose if you go back through history, that there has been county finals won with one individual having particularly strong performance and as of 2001 is one that sticks out in my mind where Blackrock beat him Achille, and Alan Browns I think went on rampage that day he got 3-7 and then a number of years ago you had Conor Lahan who had an old, did a one-man show again when they won the county so I, I think from you know uh, you know, can anybody stop him Achille? absolutely in any given day in any given final no matter how hot favourites any team are they can be beaten if, they're, if their focus isn't correct and if their determination isn't right on the day but I suppose the big thing for me is like if Patrick Hogan turns up tomorrow with Dig Glenn and and he has a one of these mercurial performances which he's quite capable of having, you know, you could see the, the Sean Og Murphy going back to Blackpool tomorrow evening. Yeah, you mentioned Patrick Horgan there. Obviously, he's lethal. He's the main man for Glen Rovers and surely Fergie Condon will have a, a plan for him. But one thing you, well, I suppose you can plan for it in, in certain respects, but it's the freeze. Uh, you can't allow Patrick Horgan get on freeze. Yeah, and it was and But you know what? The funny thing is that that applies for both teams at this moment in time yeah. because I, I think one of the things, if I was trying to stop him, Achille, uh tomorrow evening in, in, in winning the championship, I'd be curbing the likes of Seamus Hannity, Bill Cooper, and, and, and Brian Lawton from scoring from playing, play, and I certainly wouldn't be conceding any freeze from 100 yards in because yeah. Dickie Dawson is lethal from freeze and penalties. But equally, the same thing applies to Patrick Horgan. I mean, he's a fantastic free taker, both at club level and inter county level. So I suppose the game in particular, I think the same thing will apply for both. But the big thing for me is, you know, can Patrick Horgan produce one of these performances where he could latch on and maybe score 2 5 or 2 6? 
and add seven or eight frees on top of that score then as well. And like, I just looking at the scores from from a Minimikili point of view. You know, their average score this year in the knockout championship, the knockout half of the series is 27 points. And like, if, if, if Mikili are going to be beaten tomorrow, you know, the Glen are going to have to put the shackles on that scoreline. The, you know, the four, the, the defenders, sorry, would have to, you know, I suppose the likes of Stephen McDonnell and Brian Moyle and David Doolan you know, and young young Downey, they'll have to really play to the maximum tomorrow night. Uh, sorry, tomorrow to to try and keep that scoreline down because Imi Killy will play an offensive game. They scored three thirteen two years ago. They scored four eighteen yesterday. Uh, sorry, last year in in the county final. So I suppose from that perspective, I don't think there's any fear that Imi Killy will score and they will go for goals. But for the Glen to win, uh, you know, their defence will have to get a latch on to the, to, to the big guys for Imi Killy. I, suppose, I don't know whether you saw the two semi-finals Mark but maybe they, they weren't maybe the standard people would have hoped for with Glen Rovers comprehensively defeating Carrick Tool um, and uh, Imi Killy overcoming the Bears but the Bears were missing six I think or, or in our own six of their starting team mm-hmm. and they did put it up to Imi Killy to be fair. They did. Did it, did it, and, and like you know, yes, you're right. One of the semi-finals was was one-sided in one respect, and I think you're quite right in saying that the, that the Bears were missing a number of players, and particularly Owen Finn, I think you know who yeah. you know would be one of the top scorers as well. And when you, when you're without a player like that, it, it does have an effect on a team. But like the Bears are a team that have been coming for the last number of years now, and on the run and corner they have improved dramatically. And you know, in the next couple of years, I think you will probably see the Bears getting to the final. But you know, to like everything, you need to have your top players all the time and you need to have a full panel of players and I suppose when you look at Imikili the fact that they've been able to lose the likes of Nilo O'Leary and Colm Spillane and Kieran O'Brien out of the defence from last year and they're starting with you know six new defenders from you know seven, eight, nine from their, their defence last year it, it's a great testament to the panel of players they had and I suppose going forward for next year we already know the decline and Father O'Neill's won't be part of the panel next year with Amy Kelly. But then, you know, you can replace him with the likes of Shane O'Regan, who, you know, is a cock on a 21 and had an outstanding season this year. He's not even making the starting 15. So, like, you know, I, I suppose the, the one worry I'd have for the Glen is that maybe they're going into the final maybe not battle hardened you know from a semi-final game yeah. but like previously to that they had a, they had a cracking game against Charleville above a Mallow that, mm-hmm. that game could have went either way and they also had a cracking game against Newtown Chandram yeah. that game could have went either way so like if the game does tighten up tomorrow night um, you've seen the Glen to be fair have come through in two tight games there and you know the weight of three in a row just may affect him Achille, but you just have to wait and see how that'll pan out. Do you think there could be any, uh, for lack of a better term, and no pun intended, but hangover from the Father O'Neill side of things, considering they won a huge title uh, the other day? Yeah, like it, it is certainly something that will probably concern the McKinney management. Um, I suppose I can only just remember from my own experience when when Killer were playing in the county final in '98 and in 2001. Those intermediate county finals were played the week after the senior county final was played. Mm. So this is actually the first time that the intermediate final was brought forward to be played before the senior. Um, like it possibly, uh, you know, it, it may, but no. Knowing the players involved, the likes of John Melrick and Dickie Dalton and Mark O'Keefe, they're very focused, very driven players. And, and like, you know, 
but Jor and, and Decky didn't start in, in last year's win for Immaculate and I think they will be trying their damnedest to you know have an intermediate anything in the middle in the, in the one year and probably cement their future from a Cork point of view as well because yeah. I think both of them will will possibly step up into the Kieran Kingston's panel uh, for the 2020 season and will be trying to uh, just stake, a, stake, a, stake a claim in the team Another driving force possibly for some of those Immaculate players Mark is the, the Changing the championship structure next year means that uh, all the Klein and Fodder Neils players on the team won't be involved with McKilly next year because they'll be senior B and that excludes them from playing with their division at senior championship. Um, I, I think Paddy O'Sullivan was was quoted as mentioning, you know, it's great to be playing senior with the club, but you you, you want to to win a senior the with the the division that you're mm. playing with, whatever. But um, could that be uh, a driving force for some of them? Yeah, I, I would say yes. I mean, there's no question that I suppose for, for the Fadron Eels and, and for Paddy Sullivan and anybody involved from Klein, you know, it will be their last year probably playing um, mm. with with Killy on, on the senior side of things because they'll be, now look, you, you have relegation and stuff like that involved, which is a good thing in, in all the divisions, whether it's a senior or premier, premier senior, you know. Um, but I, I, I think it's more, I think they will be looking for you know, the three in a row, I, I think, you know, I suppose the 97, 98 team, you know, we, we didn't achieve the three in a row at the time, even though we, we played in three finals. Um, we played in 96, we were beaten by Avendu narrowly after a replay. So I, I think, you know, the, the three in a row is a big thing for him, McKilly. And I know the management and the players will say that they won't be thinking, but, but I suppose down in East Cork, you know, everybody does look like the, when you win your first one, you want to go back to back. And then yeah. when you have your back to back, you're looking for three in a row if, if you can achieve it. But I, I would think, you know, that, that Amy Killey's strength and depth at the moment, Kieran, is, is just, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, that's down to Fergal Condon and, and, and the likes of Derek Ballard and Jimmy Smitty. Mm-hmm. Kieran Cronin and Seamus and Sean Hannity that they have they have drilled the spirit like you, you have to go back to 2014 when nobody really wanted to be involved with the Amy Kelly panel they were struggling to get players they were struggling to get management Fergal Condon took it on in 2015 was a slightly unlucky against the Zone mm-hmm. um, in 2016 when, when, when they got a late goal to beat them but they stuck together and, and they've reju- rejuvenated the, the, the panel re, you know rekindled what Amy Killy was all about back you know 15 years ago um, like everybody wanted a player for Amy Killy and that is what Fergal Condon and his management have done everybody wants to be involved with Amy Killy now and he's given him the opportunity and you know the big thing is as well like it's a launching pad for Fellas' career so you yeah. you look at Niall O'Leary from Castellines you know yeah he played minor on under 21 for, for Cork but he wasn't really involved in the senior panel. And next of all, he's, he's won two county medals, you know, at 19 and 20 years of age at centre-back. And it was a great launching pad for him. Then he went on to win a Fitzgibbon with, with UCC and, and, and came into the Cork panel last year. But, you know, it, it is a launching pad for fellas' careers uh, yeah. to give them an opportunity and put him in the shop window for the Cork team. And finally, Mark, uh, tipping in McKilly, do you think? Or which way do you I think, think so, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I suppose for me, you know, for the Glen to win... Um, Tomorrow, you know, as I've already mentioned, Patrick Hogan is, is, is key, obviously. You know, we must get a massive performance yeah. out of him. You, you know, they must curb the likes of Seamus Hannity and Lawton and Bill Cooper. And I suppose, you know, um, no freeze for, for Dalton. Like, you know, and, and, and like, you know, on, on Amy Killey's side, then you're, you're hoping that Amy Killey won't be fired up and they won't be driven, which 
I can't see happening to be honest with you but it does there are some teams when you're on the road a long time fatigue does set in and ambition you know once once you secure those county medals maybe sometimes fellas are happy enough for that but you, you really won't know until un, until you actually go out in the field tomorrow and you, you'll know after 10 or 15 minutes the way the bounce of the ball is going but I suppose what everybody is looking forward to tomorrow is that we have a fast and I suppose a free-flowing game and it doesn't come down to a Patrick Hawker and a Dickie Dawson shootout. That's really, I suppose if I'm a neutral going into the game tomorrow, I want to see a good, hard, clean, tough game of hurling. I want the likes of, you know, the referee net and what to leave the game flow, leave it develop. And, you know, we'd love to see goals tomorrow because I think anybody going to the match tomorrow wants to see goals as well. So no freeze and plenty of goals and, and a very close game. Spoken like old school hurling. Mark, thanks very much for joining us on the Big Red Bench. No, well, thanks, you Glen Rovers, meanwhile, are taking on in McKilly in that final. They're hoping to win it as in McKilly have the title the last two years, as mentioned. And the match will kick off at four o'clock in Park Urin. I spoke to the Glen manager, Richie Keller, ahead of the game tomorrow. Look, any day you, that you, you, you perform in a county, fi- county semi final, get to a county final, it, it's great. Um, look, we, we have a very experienced team. We came down to her today. We came down to a pressure and carry tool from the start, and we did that. And, and uh, we had the game in the bag before time blew up but look that's, that's the next day might be, mightn't even get to that stage we're happy with today uh, it's our best performance of the year uh, our, our, our timing is, 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 is on course we're very happy with it uh, the writing was on the wall very early in that game 5 points up after 5 minutes 10 points up to no score after 10 minutes like he really took control of it early on yeah we did and look I wouldn't say that was the plan the plan was to go and perform put in the effort work hard uh, and it was a case to keep the ball in play no stupid shots from all, all angles we did it against Newtown we had a couple of bad wides you know, and it ki- kills the momentum keep the ball in play if you're sure of a point you take it but if you're not sure just throw it into the full forward line and we could recycle it and you get it, you can make it end up getting an easy score over it but that was the plan was to come and hurl and we did and, and we're very happy with it You mentioned that we spoke after the Newtown game and you, you had a couple of things to work on maybe you weren't terribly happy with some of the things but you, are you happy with how it worked out? Yeah, yeah um, it was because look Someone said there we got 26 points and we got 23 from play. Look, you've you got to be happy with that. No, you can, on the flip side, you say we got no goal. But look, the way the hurling has got no goals are, are kind of really scarce. But look, and traditionally, we're not, a, we're not a goal team. You know, it's, it's something that we try to work on. But the way the game has gone, it's nearly all points. Um, no, it, it, we're happy. Uh, we're improving all the time from Middleton to, to Charleville to Newtown and to today. We're, 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 our, our form is on the rise and look that's what you want going into county final your farm has to be red hot and uh, we need it because we're, we're going to be facing in McKilly or Coffertree in a row or the Bears who are a huge our rivals of ours and look there's a huge tradition and respect there and uh, we go and do the best we can and if we win we win if we lose we lose you said that once you're making progress, you're, you're happy. You've made progress now into the county final for the first time in a few years. Obviously, it's great for the club to be back in there. It is, it is, because, like I say, we're a big club on the north side and we've, we've big following, we've big, big membership, we've big plans, and there's no point in having big plans and big membership if, if the teams are performing on, on the, the pitch. We have a minor county final tomorrow night. The club, the club is on the rise, but look, it was on the rise three or four years, to, uh, three or four years ago, too, and we kind of dipped a little bit, so we won't get carried away with anything. We're thankful for what we have. We'll try to hold on to it as long as we can, but there's one thing given the sports you don't win all the time and we will do our best to keep it going but uh, we're happy and uh, we're looking forward to the county final in two weeks time uh, Stephen, Stephen McDonald t- went off injured anything serious? 
Yeah, he, I think it's his groin. Uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, it, it looks. He said he, he said he'll be all right, but the players will always tell you that we won't know until we get it accessed. Um, look, he's a big player for us. He's a big leader for us. He's, play, he's a car player. He's an experienced county player. We need to get him right, but he'll need to be right because if they're playing a county final, you won't get away with it. So look, we have two weeks to start that out. Uh, we won't know, but uh, hopefully he'll be all right. Um, I don't want to put a temper on a, a great effort, Glenn, but Liam Gosnell got I think all but one of their or two of their. Yeah, all but one of them carried scores uh, was it a worry that he was able to score so much I know most of them were from yeah, freeze anyway but um, you know, look, like every team has good players and look it's, it's very hard to shut down six forwards They're all, someone's always going to perform and if they all perform you're in right trouble like our forwards today were, 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 were really good you know but in the last matches a couple of forwards didn't perform but today they did look you go out your backs do the best they can but it's very rarely you get a day when the six forwards don't do anything you're always going to get someone who's going to play well look today Liam Gosling did, did that for Carrick too look as you said most of them were from freeze a couple of times they went for goals towards the end and we pulled down that man because you're not going to let him in and it's, it's the right thing to do uh, you, don't let, you don't let anybody in you give away the point and you regroup and go again and we did that today a good few times and last before I leave you go two weeks now before the county final as you mentioned between either McKilly or, or Bears um, let's look forward to the last work on as well maybe yeah, yeah. Look, definitely. Look, look. We have two weeks. To, two weeks to county final. We can sit back now and watch the Bears and the McKinley go out of here. Um, players will be sent home in the bus. We will we, we'll stay around and watch some bit, some of it. But look, as I always say to, to the players, it's not about who we're playing. It's about ourselves. If if we go and and it's an old cliche, but it's true. If we start focusing on other teams, we forget what we're doing ourselves. We must get ourselves right before you even look at the opposition. You must be right to go and perform. When we're right, we know we're, we're a match for anybody, and that's our, our goal for the next two weeks: is get get fitness right, get our heads right, and get the niggles sorted after today we have a couple of niggles and uh, we'll go on county final day and do the best we can and, and if we do well we'll be in the game if we don't we'll be chasing the game and look that's, but that's sport we'll, we'll hope to be ready and if we are we'll go do the best we can for Glen Rovers on the north side I also spoke with Derek Goggin he's chairman of Glen Rovers and he says it's a great period to be chairman That's great anytime you're chairman when you get to a county final it um, brings with its own pressures but there's a tremendous buzz around the, uh, around the club and yeah, it's fantastic. Really relishing it at the moment, yeah. Um, would I be right in thinking a chairman's term would be three years? It's been about that since Glenn were in the final. So this is your first time as chairman with them in the final? That's right. This is, that's right. This is my, uh, my second year as chairman. Um, there's, uh, generally speaking, a chairman kind of stays on, you know, anywhere from two years to, to kind of five years. There's, you know, um, we didn't get there, get to a final last year, obviously. Uh and so, you know, these are special occasions um, and it's important to kind of, while there's a lot of work and preparation to go on, it's important too to kind of just take stock of the whole thing and, and enjoy it for what it is, you know, because they don't come around too often really. Yeah. I suppose it's easier <clears throat> in some respects for a uh, person in your position or the supporter to enjoy the occasion rather than the players and Richie um, can enjoy it. They will enjoy it obviously, but they have to knuckle down at the same time. That's that's exactly it. I think the players and, and the managers, um, they have they have a job of work to do, and I'm sure they're 100 percent focused on that. You'd you'd hope that it goes well on the day, and they can look back with fond memories on the uh, on the game itself. As officials in the club, it's hard to enjoy the run up because there's so much preparation goes into it. So, you know, I can remember we got to the final in 2016, and I was a, a supporter, pure and simple back then. And it was a different experience, you know. Um, you're just really soaking it all in, and so there's a different thing, a different, a different experience for for officers, mentors in the club, and especially for the team and for for the the management team behind them, you know. 
If you were a supporter three years ago, you're chairman two years, you really dropped into it <laughs> to jump into that. Yeah, it, no, I, I, I have been uh, on and off over the years involved in administration here, but, um, but there's no doubt about it. There's, there, I, there's nothing really prepares you for uh, the, the, uh, the intensity of preparing for the county final. There's a lot of work that needs to get done. And, you know, the, uh, you don't prepare in April and May because you don't want to be getting ahead of yourself, obviously. So you kind of have to wait until you're into it. And then it's kind of all systems go to kind of get going. But yeah, it's uh, it's you're kind of you're, you're dropped into something unusual, all right. That's that's fair. The support and, and I talked to to Richie and Dean about it. But like you, the kids out training tonight, they're buzzing. Uh, the bunting is all up the road around the clubhouse. Although I'm told there's a, a ton more coming on Tuesday being delivered. Uh, this is only the start of it. The great buzz, obviously, around. Fair buzz around the place and. Um, you know, we're, we're no different to any other club in, in lots of ways. Um, getting to a final of any competition, but especially to a, a competition as prestigious as the, the Cork Senior Hurling Championship, is fantastic for, for, for our supporters, number one, but more importantly, actually, for the youngsters uh, who are involved in the club. And I can remember when we were here in 2015, and a couple of the, 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 the younger guys on the team know Robert Tony and Simon Kennefick, for example, and uh, Liam Collin. I can remember them being fascinated with the celebrations of winning and uh, you know you fast forward a couple of years and now they're on the field and it's that kind of almost passing of the torch really is what being in a final kind of represents because you do inspire the younger generation to try and emulate what are in fact their heroes and we try and you know we try and uh, encourage that culture in the club that you want people and youngsters and young hurlers wanting to get onto that that senior hurling team because that's what drives us all on um, there's so much history in the club you'll be here all night and probably the next week talking about the history of the club but everything is so linked like history in your own family with the club you're related to Richie the manager um, there's no getting away from it for any of you there's no break from it really <laughs> the dinner table can be an interesting experience uh, from time to time look you know the club really is a network of families you know I happen to be related to Richie through marriage obviously um, but there are there are umpteen examples of that throughout the club yeah. you know um, and so the names that we have involved here um, have a history in this club going back more or less to its foundation um, having said all of that you know you can't be bound by your, your tradition it has to propel you forward so we're always looking for new members as well to kind of become part of that extended family. But it is a network of families, really, that bind the club together and make it what it is. And we're always trying to build on that. Um, one thing that it's kind of it's it's strange in a way because uh, you are allowed to look ahead to it. The players and management won't be looking ahead to it, but it is something that's going to happen, and that's Munster Club Championship. The fact that Glen are going to be playing in that regardless of the outcome naturally you want to go into Munster Championship being champions but you're going to be playing in that because obviously McKilly are a division so I think Dean mentioned it you're still going to be hurling in November and hopefully beyond yeah I mean I think it's fair to say that we haven't allowed our, our minds drift there you know because um, I think the, the feeling across the club is that there's a, a really significant job of work to do against the McKilly and we're under no illusion you know what's ahead of us there and so, really, um, we haven't allowed our minds drift into the Munster Club Championship just yet. Uh, but that's true. You know, it does shorten the air, kind of being involved. 
um, we'd really like to be involved as champions and that's you know there's uh, there's no doubt about that look lastly um, obviously an enjoyable week two weeks ahead as, as chairman enjoying the atmosphere around the place yeah look a, 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 li- a little bit of nervousness the preparations are going well but they're uh, they're incomplete at the moment and so hopefully we'll get most of those kind of you know put to bed this week and so next week we can start soaking in a little bit and um, like I say you know this is our fifth hopefully we can finish off the decade with a win but we must remember before 2010 it would be it was 19 years before we had been or since we had been in the final and you never know what's around the corner and when things might dry up a little bit again. And so it's important for everybody, the mentors, the players, the officials, the, the officers and the supporters and the youngsters in the club to really soak it in and, and enjoy it for what it's worth. It's a really big day for the club and it's an opportunity for us really to come, behead, you know, come together, to get behind the team and really be vocal in our support uh, on Sunday week. Dean Brosnan, one of the main players on the Glen senior team. He's enjoying the build-up to the final. Yeah, geez, this is my fifth one now, like, but the boys around the place now already building up to the game is unbelievable. My miss teacher above in Skull Oliver and the place is all green, black and yellow at the moment. Like, so the boys is really starting to kick in now, like, so I'm looking forward to it. Hard to concentrate when all the, the, the kids are all, all chat about it, like... Ah, I'd say there's one poor boy who'll wish me best of luck for the next every day for the next two weeks. Like, but um, it's 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 great to see, like especially for the children above, and I personally get a buzz from it, and I always kind of look forward to a county final anyway, as you would. But just to have just the importance that you see around the place, and then it really builds to the occasion. Like, so looking forward to it. Now, Talk about the the buzz. Obviously, the mad buzz around the the club, the clubhouse as well. All the kids are out training tonight. The bunting's up all over the place as well. There's no getting away from the fact that Glen are in the county final. Ah, uh, definitely. Uh, and that's only starting now. To be honest, uh, I was listening there earlier. There's bunting coming in shoes, and then you'll see you'll see the pre- the place properly decorated. Then, but uh, like there's a fair tradition here. I remember the first one we were in 2010. The whole place was lit up, and on the Friday night beforehand. And I'll never forget, you know, the whole, the people just lying in the hill. And this is only the Friday beforehand, like, so it was, it was a great, great occasion at the time, especially because it was so long before, since we were in it. But that, that, that hasn't changed, like, this, as I said, this is the fifth since 2010. But, like, the buzz is the exact same as it was then, like. Like, the amount of history in the club is phenomenal. It's very hard to match it anywhere else in Cork or any other club in the, the country. But yet, every county final is, like, a, the first time the club have been in it yeah I was talking to someone there the other day and they were saying that uh, a teacher above Rosemary she was saying that her father had 11 county medals so we had two at that stage right? but it still it was in pale comparison so do you talk to some of the older members here like, and you see the, the history and the, how proud they are of us you know it's it's great to see like I remember even there against Charleville Patsy Hare turned around to me it was after scoring a goal and a point or two and he turned around and said you still have a stone to lose because he knew how much it meant to us like, you know, and how much it meant to him and the whole club in general so just even the history it passes down through the players like, but they, they, they're, like, they're like any child they, you know, they might have 11 county medals or whatever but they're still as proud to see the glim when a county today as they were when they were playing themselves like, so it just shows how, you know, how the tradition passes through the, the current players as well um, You mentioned the Charleville game there they really put it up to you uh, going into extra time I think Mallow had wanted to hold off the start time because the crowd that was coming in it, it was just phenomenal not just the crowd but it was a real battle especially going to extra time uh, I remember, during that game I remember you know, like we didn't really panic now as such but 
they, they really outworked us. That, that's what I think was the, you know, crucial for Charleville. You see, like they might be a senior club long, but they showed that day that they belong there. Uh, it's unfortunate actually that they're they are going down again, like, but they were they outworked us that whole game because they they knew how much it meant to their their, their village as such, and they got us out of the city. I think that's what people are always trying to say. Like, you, I heard Tim O'Mahony actually recently saying that uh, you take uh, a, a city club out of the city. And there's no all he wanted is is no stand there, and uh, he said that really kind of changes the game towards the, the country clubs. But uh, their their work rate that day and like the performance Starfords given put in like you know he was unbelievable at that. Uh, he was sent to far wing far midfield, and he absolutely took us apart. He he nearly beat us on his own to be honest with you. And uh, just their their work rate in general was something that blew us away. And we, we thankfully our quality kicked in towards the end and just about pulled out the draw or the win. But it was it was it was a battle that way that day down in Mallow, I can tell you. It didn't get any easier because you mentioned Tim O'Mahony and he shortly got that battle from Newtown as well the next day. Yeah, listen, I actually thought we played particularly well in the first half that day. And we were three points up and torn him with a gale at half time. So I thought, geez, that we were going well. And then we came out in the second half. And all I can say is that we entered the lottery like that. The conditions were so bad that we, it was hard to pick the ball. I remember I got up one ball at one stage. And I was only 45, 45 yards out. And I, wasn't, I couldn't be confident hitting it because the rain was so bad. The hurley was that way. The slitter was heavy. And it just kind of you know, ran out of options, really. But it was, it was certainly a battle. But... Again, Katsi, the keeper, made huge saves at the three of them and literally changed the game for us. Like, and uh, Again, I felt that we weren't playing well up until that point in the championship. We, we, we dug out two wins before the previous years. We were left to lose in them and we rode a championship. So, and then that, so yeah, the, the new Town Charleville games weren't, weren't for the light-hearted. You went in then to um, Carrigatool and uh, well, it was a comprehensive victory anyway, in, in the end. Yeah, listen, I actually, a lot of people will say about Carrie Tool that you know, they're after a great year, first of all, and I just felt that it was as sharp as I've seen us now in a while. Like, as I said, we, we, we were playing poorly for the, last, the previous two games, and we came out in the first 20 minutes with a point to prove to ourselves, and, you know, and uh, we, we really outworked them. In a way, we kind of bullied them in a way, and uh, I just felt that the, the, the Glen that, that I've seen in previous years, when we were in counties and stuff like that, seemed to be back. Like you know, that we just completely focused, working hard, and that came out and like we went up to eleven and start. Like, but we we really you know we worked hard, and that's what that's what key to our success really. Like as long as the Glen work hard, they're doing with a chance. Like and like that's what we did in the first twenty minutes that day. Like, um, Kelly will pose a huge. Huge battle. We've seen what they've done over the last three years. The county champions um, for the last two years. Um, they're they're a phenomenal outfit. A lot of people already saying, "Sure, look, they're probably going to win it." Obviously, you have a different opinion. In the is it disrespectful? Like at the same time, there is probably people saying the Glen are the only team that would probably put it up to McKilly, But is it a bit disrespectful? Not writing you off because I don't think anyone's writing the Glen off, but. Saying that McKilly are going to already win it. Of all days, what I found from my experience, anyway, is the county finals always on the day. Uh, you look at our 2014 county final; we were beaten by 16 points by Sears. The following year, 12 months later, we we turned them over by seven, ten, seven to ten points. Can't remember the exact score. So you're looking at 26 points overturned straight away. So it's all on the day. Listen, you might get a poxy goal five minutes in, set you, settles you down, and but like I, I, I suppose the Glen with tradition. We, we certainly won't be fearing McKilly and looking forward to the game and listen 
I think that we're in with a great chance. As I said, two, maybe two games ago, I wouldn't have said that we weren't going as well. Whereas after the Carrick Tool, I felt our performance was after going up. And well, listen, it's a county final. I, I, over these two weeks, now, I'm certainly looking forward to it and looking, you know, just just enjoy the two weeks build up and then tear into them then when the day when the day comes. What is the build up for a player and lead up to a county final? Now you, you've been there and done that. So I suppose you've some bit of an idea over fellas who might be on the panel for just in the last two three years. But what's the the weekend lead up to it? Ah, it's, it's it's the two weeks really is really important. Like it's the first week you're kind of focusing on preparation. Then kind of choose uh, for myself anyway. I'll be thinking of I'll, I'll probably be fairly excited Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Really looking forward to it. But as the week goes on, you start focusing more on the game instead of the occasion. So you kind of settle down again. Um, I suppose depending on your mood, Saturday night beforehand will be tough. Like you know, trying to go to sleep. Um, but I suppose keep the head down, work hard in the next two weeks, and then leave. As I said, park the occasion side of it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then focus on the match from then on. Like you know, so. And, and that's, that, that's the way I'll be preparing. But as I said, it's, it's kind of hard there to, to, to avoid the bunting, avoid the flags, and avoid you know, people coming up to you wishing when you will. But at the same time, ah, well, you, you don't, but you don't want to get caught up in the occasion side of it either. And it's important, like, you know, especially from my point of view there, I, I love the, the side of it, you know, but I always kind of focus on the first week is important. Like in, a couple of times we, we played a county final the week after. So at the semi-final, so there was kind of there was a build-up side of it, and then you were straight into it. So you never really caught, you never caught the match right, really. But this, you know, when you have the two weeks, you give the first week and a half to the build-up, the occasion, and then focus, get down to business. Like so. Uh, and before I leave you, go Dean. One thing that hasn't been spoken about outside of here, anyway, that I've heard is Glen are going into the Munster Championship anyway, um, because obviously divisions can't go in. I know players and management never look beyond the, the next game, but obviously it's a nice token to have. You, you naturally want to win the, the, the county final going into Munster, but it's nice to have that anyway to look forward to, as well, I suppose, whether you're thinking too much about it or not. Yeah, listen, we're, we're, we're hurling into November more than anything. Like, and you, If you offer me that to start today, I'd bite your hand off. Like, so... Um, as you said there I haven't even thought of the Munster Club to be honest with you uh, we, we, this is hopefully our third time entering it and we, we've got to a Munster Club final we didn't perform on the day so we're, we're trying to we, we look forward to writing that I suppose but going forward like it's it, it's a county final is what's on our mind anyway and it's certainly not the, I think it's just, I don't even know who we're playing if we are to get there is a tip to the champion so it's just focus on the McKilly for now and we'll deal with that, that, that bridge when it comes to it over in Immokilly, they're chasing the three in a row tomorrow. They'll battle it out against the Glen at four o'clock. And 2016 was the last time they won the title, Glen. But uh, John Cronin of Immokilly spoke with Kieran Murphy ahead of the final. <laughs> well, I suppose they lost the first one and won the second two, so I'm hoping to win the third one um, and the bounce. Uh, look, it doesn't really change, really, to be honest. Like you're preparing the best way you can on that given time. Um, so, look. Each, each final has their own unique um, standing, so the Glen will pose a big test to us now and hopefully we get over the line, do you know? Uh, do you think, like, uh, coming into the second, third, fourth final, like, it's more of a... There's there's less pressure on the shoulders because you're used to the size of the occasion. Like, coming into the first final, the occasion could perhaps play play a part in the, uh, ga- in the preparations. 
Uh, I wouldn't say so. The only pressure that you have is put on yourself to perform because, you know, we, we look to play in the big games and any big game you play is going to be pressure. So I don't think it'll play much of a, much of a, uh, a factor in it. Um, a lot of fellas know a lot of games played played in big games, Fitzgibbon finals, Harty finals, county finals, so it'll just be another game, it'll be its own pressure, um, but we'll put pressure on ourselves to perform at our best ability, but only at our best will we beat the Glen Lake. You mentioned uh, the Har- uh, Harty Cup players, and in recent years that has acted as a great as a great fe- feeder almost, I mean, a good exhibition of players at this level, like you look at, there's seven, uh, five on the bench and two starting from the Harty panels from the last two years, like that's, that's a, se- a serious turnover player. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose one thing in the last few years, a Rasper and, and his management teams look at bloody new fellas because new fellas are enthusiastic. They put pressure on the older fellas like myself. Um, you know, because they they want your jersey. As simple as it's dog eat dog. Um, and you know, I think it's great for them because they bring it back to the schools then and. Um, you'll see the likes of like Jeremy Miller, Star Mars, Joe Stax, Lee Moshe's, Carl Hickey. Um, like like I'd. It, if I was in, if I was in their class, I'd be envious of them getting the opportunity to play senior hurling and being a, a part of a, uh, of a county final. Um, so it's only born well. Um, it's just about managing their time then as well. Uh, they have 168 hours in the week, so they're they're doing a lot. So it's, it's about managing them, and I think the boys are doing it well, along with the schools management and teams inside the, the CBS and St Coleman's. They're doing great work inside there in fairness as well. Yeah, the, the depth of the panel is really, really something that stands out. Like the, there, uh, there's a lot of rotation in the panel. Like, like in the be- uh, the bench and the f- uh, first team have changed a lot over three years, and it, the, the bench has really pay- played a pivotal role. Uh, the amount of play- uh, players used uh, in the panel, like there's been 24, uh, 24 players used this year, and it really shows the depth that you have in the panel. Yeah, I suppose like uh, any time you play a challenge game or you play a championship match, you're not really playing for the sake of it, or if, even if you're called up. Uh, to play a challenge match is for the for your benefit. The boys are after seeing you play with your club, or, or after hearing you both from some fella down the road saying this, this fella's playing well, he's worth a shot. So it's not for the sake of just playing matches and using fellas for the sake of it. Every fella wants to play is a game of hurling. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, and and any fella that I don't think they they've used like seventy five players or something is this year or something like that. Um, and it's all about you like what you're going to bring to the table, and if you're going to. Like a lot of people say, leave your egos at the door. You'll see that now. Every fella down to hurt inside there, um, and they just want to play and represent themselves the best they can. Like people may have looked at the injury list at the start of the, uh, the year, and people who've departed from last year starting fifteen, like Niall O'Leary, uh, Connors Blan, who's who's injured, Polly, who was injured started the year, and Kieran O'Brien and Bar- uh, Barry Lawton, who are both still injured. However, it hasn't it hasn't faded the panel one bit. Like there's great togetherness in this uh, in this panel. Yeah, and I suppose we're kind of representing them. Um, like unfortunately a lot of them were injured now like Kirano, huge servant I'd say he hasn't missed the game the last three years I'd say so you kind of have to represent them as long as we're representing yourself you have to remember that as well also because the fact that they're after giving so much you want them to actually win it more for them nearly than yourself almost um, so we'll be representing them hopefully we'll represent them just our ability and get over the line and get them another county medal um, and like I said if there's a depth in the panel obviously there's a depth in the panel I'm sure um, with his cork do you know, everyone wants to play with McKillian, even when you're under 14, 15, 16, you always want to play with McKillian. It's kind of shown true now in the last number of years now with the senior team, so um, we're just looking out to the forward to the 20th and hopefully get one more on the road. Yeah, you, uh, you mentioned Kieran O'Brien before this season, not, not missing the game, but throughout the three seasons, you've not uh, you've not missed uh, one game. What achievement that has been? Ah, yeah, look, it's, it's I didn't even know about it, to be honest, um, until someone told me it was in the paper. 
Um, yeah, look, it's, 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 it's a nice thing to hear Brian has said the same, but look, that's not going to make much of a difference to the 20th if you don't come out on the right side of the result. If you come out on the right side of the result, it'll be a great feat to have, um, but we're only worried about winning the game um, on the 20th. That'll be the only thing we're worried about, to be honest, uh, and I'm not really interested in any individual accolades or anything like that. Fergal Condon is the manager of Immokilly for the last three or four years. He spoke with Kieran also. Well, I suppose um, we were all looking at it. It was our first final, you know. The, um, we didn't know what to expect. This was we were going into the unknown, um, you know. But I suppose you know you had to keep kind of sort of a balance as best you could, you know. Um, you had to make sure that the right environment was the, was there for the lads to hold, and that's what it's all about, you know. So um, then, two thousand and eighteen, it was a bit. Probably, you know, the pressure was on every game because we were playing Middleton, didn't it? You know, and it was a, you know, a, a derby game. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so I know we were playing the Glen, and it's not easy at all because they're all a fantastic side. So, no game is easy in Cock, you know, and that's the bottom line. Um, I suppose you'll have the same sort of tension for every match because if it's a third round game or a semi final, this one happens to be final, but there's still championship holding. Your route to the final really does show the competitiveness in Cork hurling. On uh, if he do end up uh, toppling the Glen in the final, to win uh, to win the third and uh, three in a row, he will have taken out the equivalent of sixty six Sean Oak Murphy cups. <laughs> That's some going. I don't know about that now, but um, yep. we'll worry about that now and Sunday evening. You know, if it comes away, but I suppose you know the focus, the Arakian will be completely you know and the train and make sure that we're ready for it. All the stats after we look after ourselves, but um, the hunger and the pride, and that's what we're after, you know. And same above in Glen Rovers, you know, they have a fantastic manager, on Richie Callagher, so they have us well um, focused on us now the last two weeks as well. So I suppose it's going to be a massive game of hurling for both sides. Yeah, massive game of hurling. And the change in the panel over a, a few years has been really, uh, really noticeable. Like, you lost six players at the start of this year that w- weren't available. Paddy, who was out injured or a broken collarbone, Bar- uh, Barry and Kieran O'Brien, who are uh, who are still out injured. You have Niall uh, O'Leary, who now plays for UCC, and you have Co- uh, Colin Splann, who's still out injured. Like that's a massive six. That's a six that was starting 50, uh, fifteen gone, but unfazed uh, by it, the, the strength of the panel really did show up. Yeah, I suppose you know it, it created opportunities for other guys, you know, and I suppose there's no team will win anything being a one-trick pony, so. I suppose we had to adapt to situations, you know, Colin was in trouble, Colin Spadam was in trouble early days with his injury in fairness, you know, so um, then Neil was with UCC this year, Kieran got a nasty injury during the year, you know, they are huge losses to us, they are part and parcel of what we're about, Barry Latin played in Astros final, as you mentioned, you know, but like, uh, um, the way I look at that is that you have to trust the panel as well, and you have to give the opportunity to the next man, and back him and his ability and his ability and believe in him, you know. And that's something that we do as a management. We make sure that the person is in the right frame of mind, and that he knows what it's all about. Um, I'm sure we've played an awful lot of lads in the championship this year. I think we've played about 26 or 27 lads in total. So there's loads of lads that are after getting opportunities to play with Mikili. Yeah, and also the young core of the panel, like they're all taking their opportunities. You look at the CBS panel from the last couple of years, like there's key players from that involved this year, like John uh, Melrick, who's had a starring role. You saw Joe Stack come off, uh, come off the bench in the same Finbar's game, and all these young players are really taking that opportunity by the scruff of the neck. Of course they are, they are playing with quality players around them, you know. Joe Stack came in and 
he's playing beside Paddy Sullivan and in front of him he's on club man Brian Latin and Willie he, you know, they're, they're, they're great holders like, you know, and it's a great experience for those young fellas and um, I'm sure they all, they all the lads would have a good chat with those young fellas you know, and training and I suppose if we get a bit into ourselves on the management side and combination of everything then you know, we have to we have to give lads a go and it's what it's all about isn't it you know, you, you must you must you must look after the coming gang as well as this, yeah. Yeah, it must be great, uh, great for uh, the young players having these these uh, inter uh, former inter county players, inter county players, and just exp uh, exper uh, experienced players at senior level to uh, to learn off and uh, even in, just in training, just uh, just the presence of, uh, of the experience mixing with the youth, it it does wonders uh, for young talent come true. Uh, it does, of course. Like you know, um, you, you know the the lads they come in there and they're on the ordinary young fellas and. I suppose the lads that we have that are playing Macaque are real kind of focused, you know, they're grounded lads, you know. Um, Bill and Shami, like Dickie Dalton, they're all very, very um, strong asset to what we are about. And, you know, as I said, the lads love playing and we probably got good matches during the year now and, you know, we've been successful in the championship. We're just looking forward to the final then. The fourth have, uh, have been absolutely superb this year. Like you look at, you've won the best... Uh, free takers in uh, in Cork, if not Munster, if not Ireland, in Declan Dalton. However, you look from play, seventy percent of your scores this year have come from play. That is a huge stat to have. It is, but we didn't score it for twenty minutes in against South, yeah. you know. So, it's a big stat. We, we know, I know, um, stats are there for after matches in my head. You know, there's well. results I'm interested in, and I suppose it's the same for every team out there, you know. But, um. We'll just see what happens now on Sunday week, and hopefully we'll have enough in the tank. Uh, yeah, and so uh, someone else that did, uh, did come out of Saturday's game was the, uh, the ability in a short uh, short space of time to really start racking up the scores, like you know, picking up mom. Uh, this is side that really pushes on, uh, pushes on with momentum. Can get uh, it was like in this, uh, in the. Um, in uh, in Sarsfield's uh, uh, game, w uh, one eight in a ten minute period. That is un uh, unbelievable sc uh, scoring, and it really shows how this side can push forward unbelievably w w when momentum's on their side. I suppose you know um, that comes as a team effort. You know, like we have to have a good combination play on our defence, and our keeper has to be in focus to get that kind of score. Because I suppose it's the movement, all round movement, and the midfield players will have to be tuned in. You know, so it's 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 kind of a team effort. Like you know. Um, the fellow who taps the ball over the bar has the easiest job it is the work that was done outside the, the counts you know and I suppose ultimately work rate is the key to, um, to our success and our fellows have that in buckets Yeah you you look at the work rate you look at your midfield you've perhaps one of the best midfields in Cork and Bill Cooper and Mark O'Keefe Bill Cooper sometimes goes under, uh, under the radar but his work off the ball is absolutely unbelievable Fantastic player fantastic caller fantastic person do you know, um, everything is 110% with Bill. There's no, there's no handbrake. He hasn't got one. I'd say he, I don't know if he got one in the car, <laughs> but he's he's a brilliant player and um, he's so massive to what we are all about. And finally, touching on uh, touching on the backs, they, they've been superb this year. You even look at like Shane Hagerty, who uh, who who's a utility man, to, uh, utility man to have. He can go uh, go forward and score points. And to, throughout this season. I think it's only one point a man has gotten off from this year from uh, from from his wing back position. That is unbelievable. He's a brilliant player. He can play two, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. He's an unbelievable versatile holder. Um, I suppose he won a county last year. He scored two five for us from wing forward. Um, in his first year, you know, he's playing wing back this year. If we were in trouble, cornerback, you could slip him back there. <laughs> he's he's unbelievable, and he has an engine in him like no other. 
Do you know, um, Thor brought you out ready to go and always gives 110%. Yeah, and even if you look across the whole uh, centre-back line, it's... The, the work they, uh, they put in is absolutely unbelievable. You've got John Cronin and Shane, of course, on, on either wings. Like their work helping out, coming into midfield, helping uh, Mark, uh, Mark and Bill. It's, it, re- it really goes unnoticed. However, it's really crucial to uh, to, to the game. Of course it is. It's, um, it, like, I mean, obviously your first job as a defender is to make sure that your opponent isn't doing damage. You know, and, you know, um, we have to be careful of that now. The green forwards are lethal, and you know you mentioned John Cron there. He's a great player. He's been playing well now for every year for us. With the last five, I hope it'll re- continue into the final now. But um, I suppose Marco Keefe is outside him, wing uh, midfield, and you know a big strong able man. But um, I suppose overall, it's the energy of the whole lot as a unit. It's never one thing. It's always collective unit and. I suppose if we can bring that now Sunday, that's what it's all about. You know, we wouldn't be at the races if we don't. Yeah, the experience will play a huge, uh, huge role in, in the game. Like you've got Bill Cooper who's playing in his uh, second final, uh, Cork senior. You've got uh, Shamey who's play, uh, played in the two finals before here. Of course, also the Cork captain Paddy who's heading into his uh, sixth final. John heading in, uh, John Corn heading into his fourth final. That's unbelievable. That's uh, unbelievable experience having coming into the, uh, coming into the final with people who are perhaps players that are less experienced, like John Melrick. It'd be a great use to them to have to have players so, so experienced on the panel with them. Of course, it would. Like I mean, you're not. Um, the one thing about it is there's an awful lot of experience on our side but the drawback answer would be like Glenn have counted yeah. his one as well and they're so used to it it's unbelievable and remember um, in their first county they didn't do so well and they came back and went two after like yeah. it was some sign of him in his first character and you have to give him great credit but I wouldn't be um, too worried about all our medals like you know they're all in the past I'm looking at the ones that we might be able to gain and I'm sure Richie Keller is the exact same as me so you know it's all out now for Sunday League Kieran Cronin from Les Gould is a selector with the side he caught up with Kieran Murphy ahead of the game tomorrow I suppose look three years is a long time on the road I suppose look to, we said out three years ago we knew we knew there was ten that we could dip into in here I suppose and like if you go through the panels I suppose there has been changes over the last years and Philip dropping in young we don't know this year I suppose we, we went with youth a lot um, so it's that recently played Hearty Cup finals and stuff from in the CBS and brought them into the scenario and stuff like so. You know, it's, it, that's changed and I suppose lads are bonded, you know, and look, when things are good, things are good, I suppose. Yeah, you do. Uh, you mentioned there the Milton CBS backbone of the team that, that is increasing year on year. Like in the, ga- uh, the game against St Finbars, on the bench there are f- uh, five CBS Hearty players from the past two years. That, uh, that is uh, s- uh, some array of talent to be ca- uh, calling on, especially at a young age. Yeah, look, she's no, definitely. I suppose, look, if you look, if you look at the deep ages, I suppose, in the panel, you go back to Paulie and Marie Lawton, 31, they all came through CBS, you know, and Marco Keefe, and, you know, a lot of young boys came through there, and Cass Merritt, you know. You know, so like we have we have depth in the draw and a lot of work is done with these lads before they come to us as possible. We're only trying to polish off the diamond at the end of the day. Yeah, the volume of scores from play is ultimately impressive uh, this year. It's been a gr- uh, it's gr- uh, it's great. Like you've got a great f- uh, free taker in De- uh, Declan Dalton. However, your uh, a majority of your scores I I did uh, looked at it. Seventy percent of your scores this year have been f- uh, from play. That is 
a cracking set to have. Yeah, look, I suppose, look, we have mobile forwards and forwards that light ball in front of them and that are all willing to take scores. You know, we, you see teams, I suppose, they sit up with big forwards that they want to break ball, but look, we, we trust our boys to go win their own ball, be it small or big, and take their chances. You know, I suppose, scores, yeah, look, we've been fairly efficient in front of goals. Um, I suppose, look, we've got goals in the last two matches when we, when we needed them, when we had slow starts, and that's something I suppose we'll be looking at again Sunday week. We need to hit the ground running against the Lynn. Um, you know, they had 10 points on the board in 10 minutes last week against Kerry too, so look, they're, they're well able to play. We played them there in June. Uh, it was probably one of the better challenging games we had over the last few years, and uh, we kind of had an idea we might, might see each other down the road, and look, as it happened, we see each other next Sunday week. Uh, yeah, and you uh, you look at the midfield partnership you have, which will be crucial as the Glen really won the midfield battle against Carrick. You won't find a better one in the county than Bill Cooper and Mark O'Keefe. No, you won't indeed. And look, it's supposed to be troubling a lot in there too as well at times to, to give us another buffer. Like so, midfield is a big battle around these days, and especially in parking. It's a bit tighter than parking. Cueve, uh, the half hour line, half back line, be on top, and so it's all about winning that that second ball, that second puck out, and moving forward with it. But yeah, Bill and Mark have been fantastic for us, and um, been scoring as well for Trish's and Adam to play midfield. Uh, yeah, they've been, uh, they've been superb. It's really the scores have been come from all uh, all over the pitch. Like uh, you wouldn't find a team, many teams that would have twelve different scores in a, in a championship ca- uh, campaign. The most of anyone in se- uh, senior this year. That really shows not only the depth in panel, but the scores from, uh, from all over the pitch. You got like Shane Hagerty getting two uh, two, po- uh, two points last time out. You've got not, uh, not only him, but the score from Mark. Uh, O'Keefe and Bill Cooper for, uh, from midfield everyone chips in with points in yeah most definitely look it's, I suppose the thing we, we emphasise the halfbacks uh, John and, and Hago especially um, is to get up the field and take those points in 65 I suppose they're two of our fittest men if you put them running on a, on a fitness test they'd be the two up at the top of it um, so it's good to see when they're clipping on the points you know it's a, it's a good incentive as well it knows the team's going forward and you're on the front foot I suppose when your halfbacks are scoring yeah, and of course, you came into uh, this year with six players who were involved in the county final, not available. Niall O'Leary, who's now with UCC, Cullum Splan, who's out injured, Paul, uh, Paul who started the year with a broken co- uh, collarbone, Barry Lawton, who's still out injured, and Kieran O'Brien, who's also still out injured. Yeah, no, it's definitely true. Like There has been changes to the team in the panel, and it's supposed to look, yeah, no, no year anywhere is the same. You know, you you made it hot last year, yeah. We'll have the same 15 next year, no, again. but you know, it, it just doesn't happen. Injuries are part of life, you know, and look, Cullum had a tough year with a, with a back and leg injury that he's had to take a break from. Poor Kieran O'Brien was, was on one leg there all through the summer, and eventually, you know, they, they found out it was a cruciate injury in the end, I suppose, and he, he's a massive loss because he was, I suppose, our number one go to guy. Uh, at everything, you know, he's been a super player for the last last years, and you know, only for the likes of Mikili, the likes of him, wouldn't, wouldn't have got a chance to be seen on the line. Like so, we've had the injuries, you know, it's all it's all part of life. Things move around, and, and those lads look, they're, they're they're still involved, they're still driving the scene behind it, which is a which is a good factor. And uh, finally, before I leave you go, the ba- uh, the backs, the forwards may get the plaudits, but the backs have been up, uh, have been brilliantly consistent this year. You've got uh, you've got Colin Barry, a, f- a fullback of Castle Lions. You've got. Uh, John Crone who's been absolutely superb for the school and you've got the utility man Shane Hagerty the other uh, wing back position the, the, the role of uh, the backs so, um, goes understated for McKillie but what, uh, what backs you have yeah, most definitely. Look, you you could probably say three of our backs. You might, you know, wouldn't be probably recognised backs. You, you know, playing with the clubs, Jordan Miller, Shane Hagerty, John Crone, they probably don't play there. But look, we looked at these guys. You know, I suppose with Kieran O'Brien going, we see Hagerty was a great utility man for us. A man that goes about his business quickly, gets up and down the field. John the same, you know, and Colin Barry, like he, Colin Barry's faced serious stiff tests over the last three years. You know, every team's so forward as a man that's going to cause danger. And you know, he's seen a lot of them off. The main fellas, and but look, next Sunday is probably his biggest test, and um, look, we've full uh, appreciation to that, and he'll do the job for us, no worries.
That concludes our preview of tomorrow's County Senior Hurling Championship final between Glen Rovers and Immokilly at four o'clock in Parkyrin. We'll have full post-match reaction on the Big Red Bench from six o'clock.